Hello, and welcome to the Black Millennial Revolution. My name is Kiana Michelle, also known as Key, and you're tuned in to another episode of the Black Millennial Revolution. What is going on, everyone? Very happy that you all are tuned in and here at the Black Millennial Revolution. On today's episode, we are going to be discussing that not everyone will be able to relate to, but it's something that I think, you know, we should all discuss and learn more about as a community. And this episode is about being first generation American and being black. So for the ones that are just now tuning in, I am a part of that group. I am first generation American. My mother is from Trinidad and Tobago and my father is from Haiti. And, you know, growing up, I always felt this pressure and it's not even always like my family you know, put this crazy pressure on me, but you just, sometimes it could be an unspoken pressure just to succeed and to be the best that you can be. You know, there's always that reminder in the back of your mind that, yo, like my family's not from this country. They're not from here. Um, whether you want to have that reminder or not, you'll be reminded of it, especially when, you know, your, your family's culture can clash with your American culture and your American values. And I'm sure that, um, a lot of people that are first-generation American can relate to that, you know, just having things that, you know, you do that your family just can't understand due to their cultural background and their cultural differences. Um, but, you know, there's just always this pressure to succeed, this pressure to be the best, you know, and you you feel like, man, like, I have to be the best that I can be. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you're you're the first one. You know what I'm saying? You're pretty much the reason why, in a sense, they came to this country to make a better life for you. You know what I'm saying? You're the legacy that they're trying to leave behind. So there's so much pressure being first generation American. And um, I'm not saying that there isn't a lot of pressure for anyone that's just black and American. I'm not saying that either. There is, of course, there's a ton of pressure being African-American, right? There's a ton of pressure being black in general because society doesn't give us a chance to fail and we as people don't give ourselves a chance to fail either. You know what I mean? We're, we're, we can be really hard on ourselves. And, you know, for better or for worse, it's because of the fact that we just expect greatness out of ourselves. You know what I'm saying? And that's just being very, very frank with that. Um, so I don't want anyone to feel like I'm comparing um, you know, a first generation American's hustle to someone that's just, um, has family that's just from America. I don't want anyone to feel that way at all. You know what I'm saying? Um, all I'm saying is the hustle is different. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all I'm saying is the hustle can be a little different. And if you're not hustling at all, oh my gosh, it's almost like you are squandered upon. For the, for the cousins I have, or for the family members I have that are not doing anything with their lives, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. You never want to be a part of that group, okay? You don't. Because the feeling, it's like, uh, even when you're trying your best to do what you're trying to do and you're not there yet, you feel the pressure of like, dang, like you got to push forward. You got to, you know, like, come on. Uh, like, for instance, like, last year or so, and just this past year, you know, I haven't had a stable job. You know, I've been on my entrepreneurial route, and that's what I've been doing. And, you know, my family has just been having a hard time, you know, understanding it for several reasons. I have been dealing with my own financial troubles due to it, but also because of the fact that, you know, 
it's not a stable thing in their mind. You get what I'm saying? There's nothing concrete. It's also confusing to them because here I am doing a podcast and I'm also really into resale fashion. So it's like, what are you doing? Like, why don't you just be a nurse or, you know, a lawyer, you know, all these very traditional careers, but I'm unconventional. And that's been something that has been really hard for my family to really understand and to really grasp that I am just an unconventional woman. You know, and the thing is, like, I I don't mind my family's backlash when it comes to what I do. Because even when I have my own, and I'm not saying people can be mean, but the thing is, like, um, people can be harsh. Like, even when I started having my own personal style, it was like, oh, what are you doing? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is really different. And, you know, that's why I always tell people, the more people kind of come at you for being different, the more you know you're doing something that's right. And you're doing something that's for you, you know, but I also get it because there's been times, you know, this year that I was also sick and, you know, I really wasn't able to work and produce and my family had to support me financially, you know, and I really commend and thank them for that. Um, But it's just been tough because, you know, although I'm pushing forward with my goals and pushing forward my career, you know, there is just always that pressure every single day of I have to make it. I have to succeed. I have to, you know, make my family feel like, you know, the reason why they came to this country is worthwhile. You know, like ambition is the first thing I think about and feel in my goals and my dreams when I wake up in the morning. And, um, I honestly think it can be a very unhealthy thing at times. You get what I'm saying? Um, Because, you know, although I think it's a great thing to be ambitious and and to have dreams and goals, I mean, to wake up in the morning and to have that be the first thing you think about and to be just so, like, anxious about it, it could be a lot. And I'm sure that, you know, many of my first-generation American folks that are listening to this can really relate to that. Just feeling like, you know, sometimes you're not doing enough because there's always so much that needs to be done. And you know what I mean? And you know, like, oh man, like I want to be that breadwinner for the family. I want to be that person that is able to provide for my family. Like that's what I want to be. That's, you know, what I was used to being in my broke stages, being someone that, you know, would give my family members money if they needed it. And to be honest, I don't mind because I love family. You know what I'm saying? Um, These are the people that are, you know, nearest to me in blood, whether we're close or not. Like I have my family's back and I want my family to be proud of me. Um, You know what I'm saying? Um, Especially my parents, you know, and I'm not even that close to my father per se. But, you know, I always think about like, damn, my father's not from this country. He came here from Haiti. You know, he was so poor, you know what I'm saying? So poor to the point that they had a fire in his house and it burned down, and which is why he has like no childhood pictures. I've never seen a picture of my father when he was a child, you know? And so although like we're not the closest, I want to make my father proud. I want my father to feel like, wow, I came here from Haiti and, you know, I had kids and, you know, they're pushing forward and they're doing the right thing. And, you know, what's crazy. Like, as I mentioned, my father and I, we don't have the closest relationship. But even as I was struggling this year financially, he said, Kiki, you know, like, I don't know exactly what's going on. I know you're trying to do what you're trying to do, but you're a smart girl. You know, like, I just don't want to, you know, I, I don't mind giving you money, but I don't want you to keep coming to me because I know you can do this. You are a smart girl. And... 
you know, at first I was kind of like, huh? Like, you know, are you just saying this just because you don't want to give me the money? But I was like, honestly, no, like he's saying this because he believes in me, you know, and um, everybody has their own way of showing or saying how they believe in you. And so, and that, and that's his, you know what I mean? So, um, but you know, it's still tough. You know, my, my family has like a really hard time just understanding, as I stated before, you know, my path and my journey in life and what I'm trying to do, but I'm really secure in what I'm trying to do. I love fashion. I love journalism. And I know that these are my callings and I, you know, know that for any other first generation Americans that are also creatives like myself, it can be really tough, right? To, um, not only embrace, you know, your creative passions, but to, um, just kind of stand strong in it, even if you might have family members that are not supportive in your creative goals or passions. You know, I know other friends um, and just even acquaintances that have shared stories stories with me about like family members just, you know, not being supportive of them and not believing in them and not seeing their creative passions and goals as like dreams and real goals and real like career aspirations and what I want to say to you all is just keep that dream and those goals alive you know like for real keep it alive I feel like I'm a, I'm a visionary and I think that you know I I actually just learned this year that not everybody is a visionary but I do think that everybody can be a visionary and um, the reason why I think everybody can be a visionary is because I think visionary comes from just having a wild imagination. Although I think there are some visions that we're blessed with and that, you know, God or whoever you're creative, you believe in. I believe in God. So God has blessed us with. I do also think that, you know, a lot of visions just can come from, you know, tapping into your imagination um, so, you know, I, I just think that if you feel that you have ideas or visions that, you know, you keep seeing and you keep thinking about, go for it. Even if your family is discouraging you or they don't believe in you or they might not support you, go for it. You know, you need to support you and you need to believe in you and you need to create the dream that you want to create for yourself and for your life. Like, you know, the the way I look at life is, you know, my biggest dream is not only to fulfill my dreams, but to have a fulfilling life and to do all that I want to do. You know, I do believe that life is hard and it has its ups and downs and its challenges. But I also think that life is just a really beautiful thing. And it's beautiful to see how far you you come and you grow and, you know, to see, you know, how much you've learned throughout the years. It's just dope. You know what I mean? It's just dope. And. I, I think that what makes it even better, you know, even doper, if that's not a word, <laughs> I didn't want to say doper, but I was like, I got to say it, even doper of an experience is just when you're able to really find your purpose and to tap into the, into the things that you love to do, you know? So I, I just wanted to just say that, you know, my first generation Americans just hang in there. You know, I know there can be just like a lot of pressure on us and just a lot of pressure on us just to you know, not only even be the best that we can be, even maybe career wise, but just, you know, all around, like, if, you know, relationship wise, you know, family wise, home wise, like there's just, they can be just so much pressure, to, you know, to support, you know, your family now that you're older now, like there's just a lot of pressure. And 
I just want to say to you all, like, hang in there and and keep pushing forward and don't give up and keep doing the things that you want to do. Don't follow the dreams that your family has, you know, put into your life. Don't don't be a lawyer because your family said that they wanted you to be a lawyer. Don't do that. Be and become what you want to be and what you want to become. And if you're still confused about that, that's okay too. You know what I'm saying? Just do the things that you feel like you love and that you're interested in and that you want to tap into. You know, I saw a tweet recently on Twitter that said, being first generation is so much pressure. Have to remind myself that I can't fix everything and I can't save everyone, but I can try my best without failing myself in the process. And when I saw that tweet, um, it just resonated with me so much, you know, because there's just so much pressure. And on top of being first generation American, we're black. And there's already a lot of pressure being black. All right. There's already a lot of pressure. Um, so that's why I wanted to make, you know, this episode just to, cause I know, you know, as time goes on, as the journey goes on, you know, Things could get tough, right? You know, and we're heading into, for some of us, we're experiencing a transition in seasons. I know people may be dealing with um, seasonal depression. I have some friends that have that seasonal depression and stuff. And, you know, I, I, I know that this is just a transition time for a lot of people, even myself. I'm here thinking about my goals and, you know, my dreams and what needs to be rearranged. What do I need to expand on? What do I need to let go? So I know a lot of us are in the, you know, the midst of a transition period is what I'm trying to say. And so I thought it was important just to let all my first generation Americans know, you know, not only are you not alone, but don't put too much pressure on yourself. Understand that you will get to wherever you're trying to get to for real. And and, and believe that. Uh, you know, understand that you will make not only yourself proud, but your family proud. I know you want to make your family proud. I know you probably want to be the first millionaire in your family. I know, you know, you've dealt with a lot in your life. You probably have family members that you're trying to get up here in America, or family members, you know, that you haven't seen or just, you know, you guys probably been dealing with poverty or, you know, I know you've been dealing with a lot. Maybe you have family members that don't even speak English. You know, maybe your parents don't speak English. I know, you know, I know you have dealt with a lot. Maybe you have had people come at you for being a certain ethnicity. You know, I know when my father came to this country and my mother also, when they, when she came to this country as well, they dealt with a lot of backlash. You know, the only reason why I stated my father as first is because, you know, I thought about a lot of the things, you know, people have said about being Haitian and, you know, it's recently stopped, but that's something that has been carried on for years and years and years. And, you know, my mother, she experienced things when she came here as a kid and, you know, being told to go back on her banana boat and people making fun of her accent and stuff. But as she got older as a teen, it definitely subsided, right? She wasn't hearing much stuff about being Trinidadian. In fact, she was actually noticing that now people are lying about being Trinidadian and lying about being from different Caribbean countries. But for some reason... Up until recently, being Haitian just wasn't cool. You know what I'm saying? I never got that because I always, you know, felt like being Haitian was just such a powerful thing, you know, and um, 
But I don't know, you all will definitely get to learn more about, you know, my background and stuff in other episodes. But as I stated before, to my first generation Americans before I end this episode, I really just want you all to continue to push forward for you. So listen to what I said for you. Only you know the visions and the dreams and the ideas and the talents, dog, that you have. Only you know what you really are trying to do. It's okay if you want to be big and you want to be the best that you want to be. Like, I, I can't stand, like, you know, and the only reason why I'm saying this is because I'm someone that wants to go far in life, but I've watered myself down because sometimes people make you feel like bad for wanting to go far and for wanting to be big. And there's nothing wrong with that. So I'm saying to y'all, whatever you do, if you want to go far, if you want to be big, if you, whatever you want to do, dream big and you will get there. You only have one life to live. This is a, this is the shit I say to myself, y'all. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want any of y'all to feel like I don't say this stuff. I say this stuff to myself all the time. I constantly have to tell myself positive affirmations and keep myself in a positive mind state because number one, there's so much going on in this world. Number two, there's so much going on in our country, in our lives. It is so important to keep positivity in, alive in your life. You know, and it is so important just to seek positivity as well. So, you know, I, I really just want you all just to understand. I get it. I know you all have a lot of pressure on you to succeed on top of the pressure that you've already been putting on yourself. I get it. But. All I'm going to say is, whatever you want to do, make sure it's for you and understand that you will get there. Just make sure it is for you. It will be hard. It will Maybe it will be long. You know, maybe it will be tough. We don't know. But this is your journey. And whatever you want to do, you will be able to do it. No matter if your family members can't relate to it, they can't understand it, you will be able to do it. No matter if you feel like some people aren't supporting you, they have talked bad about you. I know some people that have shared stories with me like that. Listen, you will be able to do it. The best revenge in life is success and growth. It's not competition. It's not envy, it's not jealousy, it's not gossip, it's not bad talking. It is your success and your personal growth. And never forget that. And also never forget you're not alone. There's other first generation Americans that are listening to this episode as well. You're not alone. With any type of feeling that you're feeling, you're not alone. But I promise you, you will get there. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Black Millennial Revolution. And as always, I hope you all have a great day. Bye now.